The Weekend Legends Catch-Up Podcast can be heard anytime. You can even listen when you're enjoying life's most satisfying clean this weekend. And for that, you'll need a Karcher pressure washer. Whoa! That feels good. Karcher, life's most satisfying clean. So what do you got cooking this weekend, huh? Put your head between your legs in the brace position and get ready for another week of bats hitting balls. Balls through nets and off rackets with coaches blowing up and referees entering the witness protection program. Sit back, relax and enjoy what Triple M modestly calls the Weekend Legends. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. My name is Chris Gale and it is all about the GF, the big dance, the one Sunday in October, whatever you want to call it, Andrew Rose. Are you pumped? Mate, it's the grand final. We've built up to this all season. It's been a great year, a year standing here talking with you. But, man, Raiders, Roosters tomorrow night. It's going down at ANZ. It's all about our grand final rituals, Rose. Yep, yep. For me tomorrow, first of all, I've got to remember it's daylight saving. So I've got to sure. wind the clock back, mm-hmm. unless you wind the clock forward. I think it's forward. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I get the train out there. I'm having lunch with some Roosters mates because it's my good deed for the year. Yep. I'm there for all three games, Jets and Bears, wow. into Dragons and Broncos, into the big one, the, uh, the Raiders and the Roosters. Yep. And then I go back to the city to have a quiet beer to reflect on the Tigers coming ninth yet again. What sure. are you doing? Mate, I'm doing my uh, grand final ritual, which is sitting on my couch, watching it all on my television. Why am I not surprised and why is that somewhat tragic? Because it's what I do. You also forget there's a UFC event in Melbourne going that, on that's true. as well. So I need to keep a, a, across everything that's going on. And hopefully we're celebrating a win today by the Wallabies over Uruguay. Yeah, go the Wallabies. This hour we preview the grand final from perspective of the Canberra Raiders. Yes, we're going to look into the Raiders. We're also... Looking at our top 10 moments of the NRL season, oh, 6 through 10. Have we got a list as well? It's 10 of the hottest moments. We're also going to do another pressure test thanks to Karcher. We've got some tickets to get, uh, some Karchers to give away. Is a high-pressure right? cleaner. It oh. is a massive grand final edition of the Weekend Legends for your Saturday morning. And as James Tedesco was named Player of the Year, winning the Dalliems this week. Mm. But, it was, but the night wasn't without controversy. And we'll tell you why next. It's the Weekend Legends here on Triple M. I'm outraged. Put your feet up on the dash, recline the seat, and let these guys take the wheel, metaphorically. Obviously. Triple M's Weekend Legends. And your 2019 Dalian medal winner is the Roosters fullback, James Tedesco. It's the Weekend Legends with Chris and Rose, and no doubt James Tedesco had an amazing and deserving year winning the Dalian this week. But the night had its controversy moments, didn't it, Chris? Controversy is part of Rugby League, Lachlan. There is always outrage about everything in Rugby League, and the Dalliems is not different. Outrage Rose is such a powerful fuel for Rugby League. It goes along with hate and failure. There's such a heady cocktail. It's, uh, it's what uh, keeps the wheels turning in Rugby League. Outrage, isn't it? Now, I don't think anyone, even, ex, even Tigers fans like myself, <laughs> where James Tedesco hails from, can't be outraged about Teddy's win. He certainly was the player of the year, no question. No, I don't think there's any outrage at all involved in uh, Teddy. I think everyone completely agrees that he's the player of the year, although he could have done one of those Billy Slater, oh, wows, when he won the award. <laughs> I don't think he was that surprised like Billy was last year with no. the Wally Lewis medal at Origin. But there are plenty of sources of outrage. Triple M's own Paul Kanders in the Daily Telegraph this morning saying it's become too bland. It's a made-for-TV event. I think he meant there wasn't enough partying going on. It's not like Paul Kent and not like something. <laughs> now, the absences. No Cameron Smith. That's an outrage. A lack of former Dalian winners turning up. What is going on? No Tigers winning any awards. Oh, that's, that's fine. <laughs> 
Twitter went crazy because the NRL accidentally released the coach and captain of the year awards before they turned up on TV. Yeah, now that is outrageous. That, that's an outrage. Your, your social media teams have got to link up with the. I mean, they've got to watch the show that they're announcing things for. You can't announce them early. But it generally focuses on who did or didn't get awards. Sure. Uh, first of all, Lachlan pointed out this morning that there's not enough wins, so there's only one prop, not two, and only yeah. one second row, not two second rows. Very good yeah. point, Lachlan. I like that. You want to see a complete team, right? We don't Lachlan? make a team of the year without two props <laughs> or two second rows. We've written to Todd Greenberg. He said not interested. Yeah. But, but it really centers around the wrong guy winning or the wrong guy not winning. So there was a lot of concern about Mitchell Moses winning halfback of the year. That's the one I probably heard the most feedback about, was Mitch Moses winning. Now, what's the problem there? Well, I think he's probably not even the best halfback on the Eels. And that's what it's about. People go, oh, it should go to the person who's played, you know, the best halfback, arguably someone like Cronk, but it's around the votes. Okay. So this is too complicated for me to even understand. All right. But essentially what you get is a 3-2-1 of the players of the game, right. and then they allocate an additional point for players in the other positions that didn't get a vote, if that makes sense. So like every position gets at least one point. It seems something like That's that. That's dumb. And then if you get suspended, uh, you lose a point or three points for every week you're suspended, two suspensions, you're out. It's really weird. <sighs> but at the end of the day, the nominees are determined by how many people polled the points and the most points wins. Now, Moses played great when the Eels played great. Sure. Yeah, and, he, yeah, yeah. and he didn't play great when they lost. Oh, look, I'm not on the Moses hate train. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not as angry about it as others are. Whereas people were really upset that Mike Acevo wasn't in the frame for winger. That, that makes year. me really mad. Yeah. <laughs> but if he's not in the 3-2-1, he's up against the likes of Blake Ferguson who might be attracting that That's point. That's a very good point, yeah. So at the end of the day, it's a point system. It's not a judgment. Mm. You shouldn't be as outraged as everyone seems to be. But the biggest source of outrage on the night for us, mm. I think, was the storm and the suits. Oh, my goodness. What a unanimous outrage. What did they call him? Belly juice? Yeah, belly juice. I mean, people <laughs> said it looked like Michael Keaton from yeah. Beetlejuice, which makes me think, could Craig Bellamy be a good Batman? I don't know. But I was about to say, could Michael Keaton be a good NRL coach? <laughs> but it was just like this broad... It looked like he was auditioning for a role in the Major League Baseball or something know. from the 1920s. I don't know what he was thinking, man. <laughs> but mainly people were concerned, not about Cameron Munster's suit, but about Illy's hoodie and sneakers in the opening show. Now, you must have hated that because you hate hoodie and sneakers. No, man, I'm, I'm all about hoodie and sneakers, bro. I was all about that. That's If I ever win an award, suit, sneakers, hoodie. <laughs> but the outrage goes on, doesn't it, Lachlan? We want to know what outraged you the most about the Dalliams. And we've got WWE Live tickets for you to win for you to call in one triple three five three. WWE Live returns to Sydney October 21. Tickets on sale now at Ticket Tech. But you can win them here. One triple three five three. What outraged you the most about the Daily M's? Can I call up and win these tickets, Lachlan? No, no, they're for listeners. Damn it. We'll do it after this. It's the Weekend Legends on Triple M. Like having a weekend to the plums. Lamb's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose, and controversy this week has left us asking, what outraged you the most about the Dally M's? That's right, Lachlan. We wanted to know what outraged you about the Dally M Awards. We went through our list of outrage, but this is your chance to win some tickets to the WWE Live Tour. I'm so jealous to whoever's going to win these tickets. Let's go to Paul in Campus. Paul, are you there, mate? No, you're here, guys. What's, uh, what outraged you about the Dally M's, Paul? Oh, that uh, new Parramatta winger, Mike Asiva, never got um, a gong for the mm. winger or the rookie of the year. I mean, um, you know, what do you have to do? He scored a bag full of tries. Yeah. Played well all season. He was a star. You know, he's just a newbie. Yeah, yeah. he's a newbie. What and, do you think, Chris? Uh, I think per- Ran over a few heads. It was, it was pretty good. I think particularly the rookie fascinated people, Paul, because it went to Payne Haas. Yeah. And Payne played three games for the Broncos last year. But the eligibility rules are these. 
You're eligible as Rookie of the Year for three seasons, provided you play five or less games. Yep. So he qualifies in his second season as a rookie. And then it's just the vagaries of the voting system. I mean, maybe we should be switching to judgment. Yeah, maybe. I, I think Paul has a point. Thank you, Paul. Let's go to Joel in Seven Hills. Joel, what outraged you about the Dell EMs? You there, Joel? Uh, g'day, guys. Uh, what outraged me was, um, firstly, no Knights won any awards. Ah, yeah. no Knights. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm outraged by that. <laughs> Uh, even though I'm a nice supporter, I think Sevo uh, should have won Rookie yeah, right. of the Year. Yeah, yeah and what, 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 same no, as Paul. No dogs as well. No dogs, Chris. As I, I, said, mean, I said when we were talking about before, no tigers. I mean, there's a whole fan oh, bases that are being ignored by these awards. It turns out if you play badly, you don't get a re- reward. You know what? If there was a dogs winner or a tigers winner, maybe Cam Smith would have shown up. That Nat Fife from the Fremantle Dockers <laughs> got 13. He won a Brownlow. What a great system. Thank you, Joel. I appreciate your opinion. Let's go to Stephen in Penrith. Stephen. What do you yeah, reckon mate, about the Dally M's? Good champion. Yeah, good, mate. Mate, I reckon Papali should have got proper the year. I don't know how the, um, what's his name? Payne, no, Payne Harsey. I don't know how he got it. Right. I think Papali played great through the origin and through the whole season. He he was just so brilliant in the win last week against South, wasn't he, Stephen? But, I mean, his big reward will come tomorrow night if he wins the big one, won't it? Well, let's hope so. Go the Raiders, eh? Yeah, go the Raiders. Oh, the Raiders. Now, uh, Stephen, do you reckon uh, the Raiders are going to lay the smack down on the Roosters? Well, I hope so. I hope they can't see him coming like John Cena. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You see, you know where I'm going with what this, Stephen. What a segue. Stephen, congratulations, mate. We'll give you a double to see WWE Live. It returns to Sydney October 21st. Tickets on sale now at Ticket Tech, but you've got a double thanks to the legends. Guys, we're going to break down some more of the week that was from the Roosters, and we're going to do that next. It's the Weekend Legends on Triple M. A show that combines our two great loves, the weekend and working half-assed. Triple M's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose for your Saturday morning, and with the grand final almost here, guys, we need to look back at the season's best bits of the two finalists' road here. Uh, And as defending premiers, let's start with the Roosters, Chris. Let's start with the Sydney Roosters, Lachlan. Oh, no. Oh, there it is. I've had to listen to this all year, Chris. I've been working for the Roosters. Well, they've been winning a lot, Rose. Sorry, the Red, White and Bloosters. This was the first (laughs) original rugby league song. Most of the uh, early clubs, you know, appropriated a tune. Sure. I think the Tigers are from the opera Carmen, but... uh, (laughs) That's no, that's no Bizet opera, I can tell you, <laughs> tell you that much. But it is the Roosters theme song. I love how it still refers to eastern suburbs. When you're out there, mm. the crowd does this east dun, chant. Dun, 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 dun. The sooner they accept that they're Sydney and get on with it. <laughs> I know that annoys you. <laughs> now, it has been a fantastic year for them. And you know t- what? It's been a rough year, though, because of the SCG, right? You know, it's, well, it's just... been rough for the viewers. Yeah. Yeah. And, and isn't it interesting how really all of rugby league has come around and hopes that the Roosters lose? I mean, yeah. I'm a Roosters season ticket holder, and I hope the Raiders win. <laughs> so, so we're, we're united in the wanting of the Ro- of the Roosters to lose. But man, come on! Don't you want to see a team go back to back since the Broncos in the '90s? Right, and that's a very interesting point because it's never straightforward with rugby league. Mm. Everyone tends to say the first team to go back to back since the Broncos in '92, '93. Yep, that's what I just said. But if you acknowledge <laughs> Super League. Um, who does? The Broncos won in 97, came back into the newly created NRL and won 98. So just, it's back-to-back no, sometime. You're just being difficult. And look, Cooper Cronk, I mean, yes, he runs his life off an Excel spreadsheet and a computer <laughs> screen. 
But he is playing his fourth grand final in a row. It's amazing. And if he wins tomorrow, he's won three grand finals in a row. I mean, he's like a Parramatta eel from the early 80s. It's incredible. <laughs> he is incredible. The Roosters were hard to find this week, Rose. There were only two of them at the Dally M's. Like Latrell Mitchell wasn't there to pick up centre of the year. And I think that the whisperer's hand might be in this, keeping them shielded from the media. Yeah, focused on what their task at hand is. And didn't the boys look comfortable at FanFest at Martin Place on Thursday? <laughs> and it was kind of typical, wasn't it? You know, the open neck shirt for the Raiders, sure. the Roosters in suits. Of course. You know, someone described them the corporate Raiders. It's a corporate event. <laughs> and boy, oh boy, when Sticky and Robbo were not looking at each other. My God, did uh, Sticky throwing non-darts. Like, he didn't even look at Trent Robinson. Trent looks calm, relaxed, focused. What is What is up? Uh, Ricky Stewart, why, why is he so not looking at Trent? Why is he so angry? What's going on? Fear. <laughs> He's scared, is he? <laughs> He's come all this way. And to take the Roos- uh, take the, Roo- the Raiders to the promised land after 25 years is kind of what he did with the Roosters. I think it was after 27 years yeah. when he coached them in 2000. And look, this is our chance to look in on the Roosters. We'll talk about Sticky and the Raiders in the second hour. But, I mean, the, the Roosters... I mean, they have turned MCG into almost, uh, sorry, the SCG into a fortress this year. Like, yeah. almost all their home games, they have trounced teams... Are they going to continue this into the grand final? Will they trounce the Raiders? Well, the logic says that they will. I, I think most people are saying that. The, the biggest question is, will Jake Friend play? He's been on the platelet-rich plasma, which I've had. It's tremendous Ooh, stuff. So I thought his calf could be good. <laughs> Does he get on instead of Verrills? That's the big question. I think so. It's the collision that we love in rugby league, though, Rose. And what about if the idea of Josh Papali running to where Hargraves oh. takes your fancy? In the papers this morning, it says, say Papali at 112 kegs, carries the ball running at six metres per second into JWS, um, who steps in the tackle at one minute per second. This will generate more G-force than an F-16 jet pilot experiences in a barrel roll. This is what happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object. And, and less savoury, it's the equivalent force to a pedestrian being hit by a 180-kilogram motorbike at 15 oh, kilometres an hour. Yikes. So, <laughs> so I think that JWS is the key to the Roosters' victory. He brings back that power and that sure. forward leadership that they really need. And it's bringing the Roosters fans out of the woodwork because the knock on Roosters fans is there's not many of them. Yeah, well, there's, there's a question whether the Roosters fans will partake in the Viking clap. I'm not sure half of them even know there's a Viking clap in rugby league. Yeah, that's true. I don't <laughs> think they will. And I, w- I really want to give props to the, how they're getting organised. There's a new group called the Tricolour Syndicate. Oh, yeah. They're going to bring more heat. They're ex-Scots uh, old boys. Oh, God. I went so to So they're school. mates of Angus Crichton. They have T-shirts and trips and a special fan handshake. What is this, 93? So they'll be out there in force <laughs> on Sunday, and th- they keep their numbers tight because oh, yeah? they want it for diehards and locals. How so many? 35. Wow, yeah, wow. Will the 35 be singing this song? <laughs> That's the Roosters <laughs> week that was, thanks to Paddy's Market. The Green Machine are hoping to live out this year's fairy tale, and we'll talk about them a little bit later in the show. But up next, we start our top 10 countdown of 2019. We'll do that after this. It's the Weekend Legends on Triple M. <laughs> This show is definitely up on the weekend. Whether these guys are legends may be debatable. Triple M's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose, and thanks to Karcher High Pressure Washers, when your home deserves a proper clean, grab a Karcher Pressure Washer and get the job done right. That feels good. Karcher, life's most satisfying clean, Chris. It's very satisfying, Rose and Lachlan, but it's not so satisfying that it's the most bittersweet moment of the rugby league calendar tomorrow. Because it's the grand final and it's the last top flight rugby league we'll see till 2020, Rose. Yeah, it's so weird when you get to grand final week because you get so pumped for the grand final and then at some point you stop and realise there's only one more game of footy. 
That's it. So we thought we'd do something original and come up with a list. What am I going to do? Get a hobby? I don't <laughs> want a hobby. Get some friends. That would be no. That would be progress for you. God, no. That's a lot of this work. This is your opportunity to get out into the wider community. I don't want to do it. Take it with both hands, my friend. Take me to the top 10, Chris. I don't want any more friends. Yeah, no, we've come up with a list. We've reflected on season 2019. We've got our top 10 moments. We're going 10 through 1. This hour, 10 through 6. Yep. And very cleverly, next hour, five through yeah, one. Yeah, stick around. You want to see what our number one is. It's very so, controversial. Mo- <laughs> amazingly controversial. <laughs> Moment number 10, Magic Round, a new initiative stolen from Super League. <laughs> but, it, but it worked a treat. But it wasn't all magic up there at Suncorp Stadium. The referee says, let's do it. Sharky's kick off. It's a big high one, too. Pulls up just in the in-goal area. Oh, you're not going to believe it. They have knocked it on okay, off the kickoff. Down. Brimson passed it to Wallace. It ricocheted off his chest at 100 miles an hour. And the Titans have made one mistake in 20 seconds of footy. <laughs> that sums up the Titans for 2019, doesn't it? Poor old Jared Wallace. He was also in the clear later on the season at Seabus Super Stadium and spontaneously threw the ball forward. And I think that was very much a metaphor for Maroon for their year. Nine. Oh, number nine. So, Latrell Mitchell down there at Adelaide Oval sorting things out for the Roosters. Where's Cooper Crockle? They boot him at the start of the game. It's going to go to Mitchell from the 40-metre line. No. Latrell, yes, he's done it! Latrell Mitchell kicking the field goal back in round six. This was the one-point win by the Roosters over the Storm, correct? And I think a lot of people thought this was going to be the grand final, the grand final replay that we're heading towards, and Latrell uh, clutched it up there at the end. I'm so emotional. I can't remember whether it was at Amy Park or Adelaide Oval now. It's just in the midst of time, but it has taken Cam Smith one step closer to retirement. That's true. Eight. Number eight. Now, number eight. Great news for Sydney Western Rugby League fans with the opening of Bankwest Stadium. It's gleaming. It's beautiful. It's, it's been treat. Great. It's been fantastic seeing Bankwest come around. And it opened on Easter weekend. <laughs> Moses. A quick restart. Moses on Jefferson. Moses away. Hoffman in support. Cover is coming. Not Moses is going to get there. Mitchell Moses. Yes. How can we forget the 51 to 6 trouncing that the Eels put on uh, a little team called the Tigers, Chris Cale? That is god awful listening. No, I that's... mean, it's Mitchell Moses ex Tiger. We got absolutely belted. It's number eight, baby. But it's a fun place to watch footy. You can see the nines coming out there later this month. Yes. Now, everyone loves a big hit, and there was a hit that went all around the world this season. Seven. Look at this. Justin Ola gets it on there to Well, firstly, Chris, can we rename this the top 10 Dan Ganane moments of the year? Because <laughs> he's idea. killing it. It was a viral sensation. Apparently, Tafua said to Munster, don't wear a stupid shirt at the Dally M's, and he ignored him. <laughs> but we think that Dan went one better. Comes away from a partner to Leilua. A little grow up because no one else... Oh! I love how when anything big happens uh, for the Triple M team, it sounds like they're on a roller coaster. Whoa! Oh, how good! But we couldn't decide between those two hits, right? The Tarpany and Tafui hit. They're both just as good as each other. I, I love Ganane's work in the later one. And, and of course, poor old Adam Dewey here. His ribs are on a separate holiday after that <laughs> hit from Tarpany and could be a harbinger of what's going to happen out at ANZ tomorrow night. Six. Oh, number six. Here we go. I have a professional foul in that case. Oh! Professional fans. A, a double Sydney! Oh. 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 Oh.
Oh, this is the Jake Trebojevic send-off, correct? In week two of the finals. So much stress. It meant the Manly with only 12 players for the entire second half of that really, really critical you know, win-or-go-home game. Yeah. I think MG said they killed Bambi. I mean, yeah. Jake Trebojevic, <laughs> such a great guy. And I know like in a top 10 you want to give the greatest moments, but we had to put this in because it was such a big moment, even though it made a lot of people angry. That was such a huge moment in week two of the finals. It gave us so much to talk about on the radio, Rose. We oh, love that. How good. We'll bring you our top five moments from 2019 after 11. Make sure you stick around for that. And can you pick our number one? It's kind of a hard one. We're not really sure. Yeah, it's very difficult. But up next, our grand final edition pressure test. Thanks to Karcher Life's most satisfying clean. One triple three five three. Lines are open if you want to play our grand final edition pressure test. It's the Ooh, Weekend Legends grand on final Triple M. Not sure if it's the show you'd give 10 out of 10, but these guys do high-five each other a lot. So high-fives. Triple M's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose. And thanks to Karcher, let's do this. Pressure. The Under Pressure Test. Yes, the Under Pressure Test. What we're going to do here is going to be a 30-second counter. We have a series of questions about... It's a grand final theme this week, Chris. It is, Rose, and you're Quizmaster, and be easy on these people. They're under more pressure than those guys running out on the field tomorrow at 7.30pm, in my view. Okay, well, this is a pressure test. Whoever is left standing after the 30 seconds, you win the Karcher. Let's get into it. Michael, are you there? Yes, I am. G'day, Mike. Who's your rugby league team, quickly? Sydney Roosters. Oh, uh, here we go. He's on his way. Are, to the are they playing tomorrow? I no, haven't yeah, quite thanks, caught up thanks, with the news yet. We've got yeah. it. Michael, you ready to play the pressure test? I am indeed. Okay, here we go, Michael Lachlan. Start the clock. Ah, oh, yes. The clock has started. Here we go, Michael. Your first question. Which two NRL teams have not won a grand final? Uh, Warriors and Titans. Correct, Michael. Very good. There are three stadiums that have hosted grand finals. Can you name them? Sydney Cricket Ground, Sydney Football Stadium, ANZ Stadium. Mate, Guy Michael knows his is stuff. on a roll. It's unusual for a Roosters fan. What is the largest winning margin in a grand final? 40 nil. Wow, wow. Oh, he even got the teams. How many grand finals has Ricky Stewart... Oh, he's hey. done it! <laughs> Michael with the clean sweep! You really are a Roosters fan, aren't you? <laughs> oh, indeed I am. Score prediction for tomorrow night, Michael? Uh, probably 28-10 Roosters. Oh, I thought you were going to say 40-0 like the Manly Storm. <laughs> Good on you, Michael. Hang around. We'll get you the Karcher. Congratulations, Michael. You've won yourself a Karcher high-pressure washer. Uh, thanks to Karcher, life's most satisfying clean. As always, we're going to play it again next week, guys. But make sure you stick around. A big second hour of Ooh. grand final previews coming up next. Huge! The Weekend Legends on Triple M. The Weekend Legends catch-up podcast can be heard anytime. You can even listen when you're enjoying life's most satisfying clean this weekend. And for that, you'll need a Karcher pressure washer. Whoa! That feels good. Karcher, life's most satisfying clean.